0: Food is right there in the top three critical areas to stock, food, firearms, and first aid. Of course, food in that group has to include water, by far the single most important item to stock. I am going to leave water out of this post, however. Food storage here means anything you can eat, not anything you can drink. The three most common categories of food to store include canned goods, pantry staples, and freeze-dried foods. The need to stock food is obvious, we need it to live. However, there are less important reasons to have a healthy stock of food stashed away. We've seen food shortages, supply chain issues, and recently inflation. Those becoming more frequent experiences. Toss in the possibility of a failed state or societal collapse, and food storage suddenly becomes one of the single biggest factors that determines our likelihood of survival. The more you dig into food storage, the more confusing it becomes. Food ruts. Then there is shelf life. What foods should you store? what stores the longest? What's the most cost-effective food to store? How do you safely store food long-term? If you're just starting out looking at long-term food storage, calm down. You don't have to answer every question to get started. In fact, for most people, just expanding existing foods already in the house will add some level of reassurance. This post is not intended to cover the full scope of Prepper Foods. Also, not intended to be a comprehensive guide. This post covers the most basic categories of foods that most people keep stored for short to long-term emergencies. I'll cover the basic groupings of food types and I'll also include some frequently asked questions that newer preppers are still bound to have. The best place to start is also the easiest place to start. Foods you already eat. One of the first things you should keep in mind as you build your food stock is to purchase foods you already eat. Don't go out thinking you're suddenly going to like certain dishes after disaster strikes if you've always hated them before. The primary reason for buying more of what you already eat is simple, you know the food will get eaten. There is nothing worse than spending good money on canned goods, pasta, or any other food only to watch it sit, go bad, and get tossed in the garbage. That's a waste of time, money, and resources. There are great reasons for starting with food you already eat. It helps reduce the odds of running out of a food you eat frequently. Easy to buy, just add a few more of what you're already buying when you go to the grocery store. For short-term emergencies, you can keep eating the foods you are already accustomed to cooking and eating. Keep buying these foods up to the point that you can no longer eat them often enough to keep them within the expiration date. Expiration dates often have little meaning when it comes to how long food is good, but use them more as a guide, a best-buy date if you will. Rotate stock and make sure everything gets eaten in the order in which it was purchased. First in is first out. Given that recommendation, Let's look at three types of foods that are centered around long-term storage, foods that you can use to increase your supplies for prolonged emergency situations. Three types of prepper food. A ton of books have been written on food storage, and this post isn't going to cover it all. Instead I will be focusing on the most common foods that people use to extend food storage beyond a normal kitchen pantry. 1. Canned goods. According to the USDA, canned foods that are high in acid, like tomato-based foods, will stay in good condition for up to 18 months. Low-acid foods like meat and vegetables will stay in great condition for 2-5 to five years. This assumes the cans are kept in a cool, dry space and are free from dents, swelling, or rust. That's the general guidelines for keeping the food in top condition, but as for edibility, the food in well-stored cans can be kept good for a very, very long time. Perhaps they won't taste the same as they would have 8 years ago when you bought them, but they should still be edible. Cans of food make an excellent form of stored food. They're easily obtainable, inexpensive, nutritious, don't destroy OPSEC if seen, and they store well. Two disadvantages with canned goods are that they're heavy, and if you dent them you need to use them ASAP or toss them in the trash. Eating from a dented can is not worth the risk of illness, particularly during a crisis when it might be impossible to access medical services. Inspect cans when you buy them. It's not uncommon to find dented cans on the grocery store shelves. 2. Pantry staples. Become familiar with that term. What it refers to are the building blocks for a massive number of recipes. If you have your pantry staples, you have what you need to make a wide variety of tasty, unique, and nutritious meals. Thankfully, many of these pantry staples serve as great storage foods as well. Consider storing the following staples, beans, lentils, rice, sugar, salt, hard wheat, honey, and potato flakes. Each of these can be stored for years and still be good. Potato flakes are the only item on the list that would have a higher probability of going bad, but if you've engaged in proper long-term storage, think number 10 cans of nitrogen-packed dehydrated potato flakes, they can be good for potentially decades. Storing these foods the right way is imperative. You need mylar bags, O2 absorbers, and some food-grade buckets with gamma-seal lids isn't a bad idea. For more details, research how to store rice long term and apply the same steps to other pantry staples. If you have these staples stocked and have a good selection of spices, you will be good. You can always add fresh garden produce or recently trapped game to make a gourmet meal. 3. MREs and Freeze Dried Foods. If you don't like the amount of work and some of the uncertainty that comes with building your food storage, there are commercially available options as well. The two most common are Freeze Dried Foods and MREs. Freeze Dried Foods. This is what is known as the stack-it-and-forget-it approach to long-term food storage. You buy the freeze-dried foods, stack them on a shelf, and with a 25-plus-year shelf life, you forget it. Preparing these foods is just as simple as storing them. All you need to do is add hot water, in most cases, and voila! You have yourself a bowl of 15-year-old chicken. The catch is the price. Freeze-dried food is expensive. Making these foods is an energy-intensive process and then there is sealing them in cans or airtight bags and shipping them out. You pay for that production cost and the convenience. The serious prepper can buy a home freeze-dryer as a do-it-yourself tool. These are expensive products but they can save money if you have a lot of foods you want to freeze-dry yourself, have particular dietary needs to you need to make your own, or turn it into a profitable side business selling freeze-dried candies, foods, and even dog treats. MREs Meals ready to eat, MREs, were created by the military, and I've eaten a lot of them, as a means of giving the military a way to have a hot, calorie-rich, nutritious meal that would preserve well in a combat environment. There are a lot of these available out there, and they truly are convenient. I pick them up at surplus stores and gun shows. All you need to do is add a little cold water to the heater bag, a chemical reaction takes place, and your entree is warm and ready. There's no need for any cookware, External fuel, or any form of camping stove whatsoever. Provided you have the MRE bag in your hands, you're good to go. The most convenient thing about MREs is that they can be easily tossed into a backpack or bug out bag and be forgotten about. It's the same stored and forget it concept as freeze dried foods, only more mobile. The downside to MREs include a high price and a shorter shelf life. I've also found some of them are straight up disgusting. Try some before you stock up on them. Some have Skittles. I've had some like the brisket that are fantastic. Your taste might be different. Food storage frequently asked questions. 1. What foods have the longest shelf life? I have covered this to some degree already. Freeze-dried foods are going to yield some of the longest shelf lives you'll find. That process of removing as much water as possible is what keeps these foods in top shape with maximum nutritional value intact. What foods should I stockpile? Coffee. I know I do. If you need your caffeine fix after the zombies start wandering around, coffee is a great staple. Could also be a great barter item. A good start is rice and beans. Those two basic foods can provide a whole assortment of essential nutrients. They are easy to come by. They're still inexpensive. They are easy to store for the long haul. They last a long time. Rice can last in the ballpark of 30 years or so if stored properly. This means you can easily make a few initial purchases and then be good, at least on your rice storage. It's easily one of the lesser expensive prepper foods there is. Rice is filling and easy to prepare. You don't have to worry about the time required for baking bread. With enough time sitting in water, rice is ready to eat, although much tastier if hot water is used. While I most certainly wouldn't want to live off rice alone, it is a solid staple. General Food Stocking Advice Get your everyday pantry filled with foods you already eat. Then add some rice, beans, and salt for longer-term storage. Once that's done, consider adding some freeze-dried foods. Look for sales to stretch your dollar. Freeze-dried food manufacturers are often running rotating deals. Look for foods that are nutritious and store long periods of time. Twinkies might last a long time, but they are nutritious if you're trying to live off them in a crisis. Here are some additional food recommendations, rice, beans, lentils, dehydrated potato flakes, salt, sugar, honey, hard wheat, pasta, and oats. The foods I've mentioned here will give you a solid foundation to start from. There are most certainly other foods which could be added, but I've found the above to be the staples of most meals out there. If I was looking to add to this list, I would think about adding a small supply of MREs for quick grab-and-go food and maybe some number 10 freeze-dried cans of foodstuffs for extreme long-term supply. How much food should a prepper have? This is a hard question to answer. My advice is to always start with a threat assessment. Don't go into storage blindly. Start small and slowly. Learn as you go. Start with a goal of four weeks worth of stocked food. Then move to three months, six months, then yearly. One year's worth of stocked food is the gold standard for most preppers, though there are many who aim even higher than that. It's daunting to aim for that mark that can quickly lead to somebody becoming overwhelmed and resigning in failure. I suggest starting with small goals and going from there. You achieve a goal, feel a sense of accomplishment, then move on to the next. Food storage summary The average American has roughly three days' worth of food within their house. Any disaster lasting longer than that will lead to hunger for the majority of America as a result, and that's when a person can become violent and dangerous. If you're just getting into prepping, I think you need to make two weeks' worth of food one of your immediate priorities. This is relatively easy to do and inexpensive. Once that's done, you have more food storage than most of the US. Three months worth of food will easily help you to ride out most food hiccups thrown your way, whether that be truckers not rolling, recession, inflation, job loss, lockdown, zombies or whatever else might come your way. Pick up copies of my books Apocalypse Survival, Zombie or Otherwise, and Killing Zombies for Fun and Profit at www.lulu.com slash spotlight lethal for more great survival information and some humor too.